0: Hi, this is Matt Shaw, pastor at City Lift Church. If you're in the Fort Lauderdale area, we'd love for you to come visit us on a Sunday sometime or join us online, citylift.church. We hope today's message fills you with courage and helps you on your spiritual journey. We exist just to help people meet, know, and follow Jesus. Enjoy today's message great to be in God's house together. Uh, Hey, so today we're going to do a bit of an abbreviated teaching. We're going to make plenty of time for communion uh, and then worship together, just kind of enjoy God's presence and and commune as we kind of take communion as the last time as a church before Christmas season. And then next week we're going to do our Christmas Eve services, 10 a.m. and 1130 a.m., okay? And so we're just going to be teaching and walking through the Christmas story. I'll be chatting some theology because there's just so much in the Christmas story. So I'm going to unpackage some of that. Just excited to do that. And then, again, we're taking a break. Break, right, we always take a break that final Sunday of the year as we just kind of enjoy friends and family. How many of you know rest is important? Like by this time every year, I'm like, I'm ready for a break. <laughs> like so, it's amazing. It always comes down crazy at the end of the year. There's always so much going on. You're shopping. You got family, and you know you're either excited to spend time with your family or you're like, man, it's too soon between Thanksgiving and Christmas to talk to my aunt again. <laughs> like, why did this? You know, this is way too quick. And so, but it's just a crazy time. We're gonna rest there that final Sunday, and then the first Sunday. In January, we are together. We're going to do one service at 11 a.m. and we're going to do worship Sunday. This is something new for our church. We're going to kick off the whole. I don't. If we pack the house out, we pack the house out, okay? We're just going to put people everywhere. But we're going to do one service. We're going to worship together for an hour. We're going to pray over things. We're going to declare some things. We're going to dedicate our first Sunday of the year to the Lord. How many are excited about that and prayer? And so I'm excited as we lean into that, just a time of dedicating ourselves to the Lord. And I, I just think 2024, 2025, there are going to be some great years for our church. I just really see God, God shifting and doing things. We've been able to do things this year that we could only dream about three years ago, and it's just really, really an exciting time, okay? So this morning, though, if you have your Bibles, we are going to look at a couple passages in Isaiah. We're going to have it up here to follow along as well, but I want to read Isaiah 9 and Isaiah 7. The prophet Isaiah, hundreds of years before Jesus comes to earth, gives us so many messianic prophecies, and a messianic prophecy is a prophecy about Jesus. is about the Messiah, and, and the Bible is full of these prophecies about Jesus. And Isaiah gives us so many so we can see what Jesus is all about, what he's come to do. And today we're going to kind of wrap up our conversation on why the Father sent Jesus, right? A couple weeks ago we talked about the sin problem and that God came into our pit and walked us out of a pit and and did for us something we could never do for ourselves. And last week we talked about the blessing of Abraham, that, that God came to take the sting of the curse of the law, right? Becoming a curse for us that through him we might walk in the fullness of the blessing and the good things that God has for us. And today we're going to talk about really kind of a simple and beautiful concept. God saved you to be with you. You know, I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again because we lose sight of it in this season. We are human beings, not just human doings. It's easy to just do, do, do and think everything is about what can someone do for me and what I can do for somebody else. But you are a human being. God saved you so he could be with you in relationship. God didn't save you so he could just get another worker for heaven. He saved you so he could be with you. Let that sink in for a moment because you meet some people and you're like, I don't even like them. I don't like their personality. (laughs) They annoy me. I don't want to be with them. But think about it. God loves that person. And You ever get tired of yourself? You ever just like, I need a nap for myself. I'm tired of myself right now. Okay, like God loves you. Even the hurts, the habits, the quirks about your personality. He loves you and he saved you to be with you. I think, just for a second, just, he saved you so he could be with you in relationship. Isaiah chapter 9, for to us a child is born, a son is given, the government will be on his shoulders, he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. I was meditating on this, like how many civilizations have been started, but there was an end? right? Rome had a beginning. It was huge, but it had an end. What Jesus has started is never going to come to an end. That's a beautiful thought. If you look at the body of Christ, the church, over the the centuries, it just keeps growing and growing into this thing. There really will just be no end. He will reign on David's throne, speaking of King David, and over his kingdom and establishing, upholding it with justice, righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of God is going to accomplish this. It was God's great passion to send the Son into the world, to be in relationship with you. Isaiah chapter 7, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, we will call him Emmanuel, okay, which means God is with us, in the Hebrew it means God with us, I want to talk and just teach a little bit about this concept, God is with us, and he's with us in this element of relationship, right? I'm not just a human doing. I'm a human being, that the Father wants to just be with me. He rescued me so he could just be with me and enjoy me, and I could actually enjoy God. Now, because I'm in a relationship with God, there's a few things in my life that I will never, ever have to do alone anymore, and I want to talk about that today. Number one, you are not navigating life alone anymore. We as adults, we get really, really good, don't we, at navigating our own lives, right? And that's okay. And and so many of us, we have to do it. You have to make decisions like on the fly. You got to do it fast. You got to do it quick. Like, what do I do about this money? What do I do about this kid? What do I do about this friendship? What do I do about my career? And so we get quick and we get fast at navigating. Isaiah 30 says, whether you turn to the right or the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it those of you that are in relationship with Jesus, you will never navigate life alone again, that God is with you, and he is talking. In fact, I believe God wants to talk to us more than we often want to hear. I remember one time years ago, we were in Oklahoma at the time, and I used to have this bad habit of when the lights would turn yellow. um, I didn't want to wait another red light, and so I would like turn left as the lights were turning yellow. So imagine this picture. I'm here. I don't have a green arrow. The lights turn yellow. And so I'm going to zip it real fast as I'm hoping that traffic will slow down, right? Now, I don't do that in South Florida because I respect my life, okay? And it's a little different here, but I used to do that. And so in my head, Alyssa was with me. We were driving together and it was kind of a blind curve intersection. And in my mind, I didn't tell her. I'm just like, in my mind, it's going to turn yellow. I'm just going to, you know, do it. And so the light turns yellow and I've made this decision in my mind. And out of nowhere in my heart comes this incredibly loud voice. Do not turn left. Someone's going to run the light. And it was that loud and that fast. It wasn't audible, but it like blew up on the inside of me. And it was so clear, it like shocked me. And I didn't turn left. And sure enough, there's this huge F-150 flying like 20 miles an hour over the speed limit through the yellow light. I mean, it would have put us in the hospital or worse. There have definitely been times in my life I look back and I'm like, I know that I know I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. You know, marrying my wife was one of those times I knew I heard the Holy Spirit. 18 years, she has been nothing but a blessing to me. It's like Jesus, my pastor, and my wife, and my life. She has been way better to me than I deserve, you know? But I'm becoming a better and better husband. Like, I didn't start out that great, but I'm getting better and better and better, right? As the years go. by, I'm like wine. I get sweeter as I age, you know? And so I'm like a fine wine. And so, but there've been times in my life I knew that I heard the guidance and the navigation of the Holy Spirit. I want to remind you this morning, God talks to us through his word. He talks through us through that sense of peace. There've been times in my life where I'm like, I want to do something, but I just, for whatever reason, I cannot get a sense of peace about it. And sometimes God's peace almost feels like putting on the right jacket, you know, like it just or like the right hoodie. You have a hoodie that you just love and it's kind of pilly and it's worn out, but it just feels good. <laughs> there have been times in my life where I'm like, man, I just I had this incredible sense of peace. And so it just is like God. Sometimes we forget the kingdom of God is righteousness, joy and peace. One-third of God's kingdom is peace. If I just can't get a sense of peace about it, I'm cautious. I don't know who that's for today, but if you just can't get a sense of, like, it just feels great, you know? I don't know. They just maybe pray on it a little bit more. And God talks to us, that inside voice, that inner voice of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives on the inside, and he does talk. God talks in different ways, of course, but I would say those are the three primary ways that he leads us. The Bible says in John 14 that the helper... The Holy Spirit, right? God is with us in relationship. The Holy Spirit is our helper. Another verse, John 16, the Spirit of truth, he comes and he will guide you into all truth. The Holy Spirit is our guide. He's the GPS. He's the navigation system. Romans 8 says we are led by the Spirit because we're sons of God. So there's this leading dynamic the Holy Spirit is doing in our lives. He's actively leading and talking and guiding us. We are never navigating life alone. I've learned over the years as I'm navigating life not to just make every decision quickly, not to make every decision in my own mind, you know, but to pray on it and to wait on God and to talk to him. I said in the first service, you know, if I want a friendship with someone, I can't do all the talking, right? Like, Jody is just a fun personality for me. After she did her next steps, she just recently joined leadership. I told my wife, I said, she's just a fun person. If you don't know Jodi, get to know Jodi, okay? Take her out for lunch today. And, uh, you know, but she's just a fun personality, right? But how many of you know is our friendship grows. I can't just be like, yo, Jody, what's up? How you doing? How's your week? How's it going? Here's my week, blah, 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 blah. And then walk away. If I want the friendship to grow, there's like, hey, Jody, how was the week? How's it going? And then what do I do? I stopped talking, and I listened to how her week was, right? A relationship and a conversation is like a good tennis match, right? Like, you got to hit it, and then you got to wait for the ball to come back, and so, but there's this, there's this conversation, right? And so, I think so often, guys, I think God wants to talk to us. I think he wants to lead us. He wants to guide us. He wants to help us navigate, you know, but listen, if we're honest, like, we just rush through so much in our day, don't we? We rush through our weeks like crazy. What might it look like if we checked the Bible as much as we checked TikTok? You know, like what if we talked to the Holy Spirit as much as we talk to, you know, a good friend around us, okay? And so I'm not down on nobody. We're all busy. But so often we're like, well, God's not talking to me. I'm like, maybe he is, but maybe we haven't taken the time to listen. Maybe we haven't slowed down enough. You know, the Bible says, be still and know that I'm God right? So I think there's this essence of, am I going to slow down and be with God? And in that moment, it's often when I hear him, okay? Number two, y'all going to like this point. You're not facing any challenge alone. You're not facing any opposition alone. You're not facing any problem alone now. God is with you in relationship. He sent Jesus so he could be with you in relationship so he could make a way for the Holy Spirit to live inside of you. You are not facing any challenge, any problem alone. Let's look at this. 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all your cares, all those anxieties, worries, concerns, once and for all on him. Why? Because he cares about you. I love the Amplified, with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. I'm not facing any opponent alone, okay? We talked a couple weeks ago, right, that my behavior will never surpass my believing, if I believe I'm alone, I start acting like I'm alone. If I know that God is with me, then my behavior kind of comes into contact with all of that, okay? Let me use Kevin and your Donald for this illustration. They didn't know this was coming, okay? But I'm going I'm to pull on them. So Kevin, come up here real quick. Let's say Kevin's like, yo, pastor, I didn't like what you said, okay? So I walk outside, and Kevin all of a sudden becomes a problem, and he's like, yo, I'm going to take you out, okay? Now, I'm not the smallest guy in the room, okay? But Kevin's younger than I am. Okay, Kevin's got better knees than I do. He's got better shoulders than I do. Like, like, Kevin, I don't want a problem. I don't want to fight you. We're not in middle school. But the problem just keeps on coming. If I am alone, I have to face off Kevin. If I'm standing alone, I have no choice but to fight Kevin, even though he's younger and faster because I'm alone. But if I'm in friendship, are you checking where I'm going here? Okay. Okay. I'm going to take you back to middle school when you got in your first fight. What'd you do? You find your homies. Okay. Like, like if I'm in friendship and I'm like, Yordano and I are friends. Come over here, Yordano, real quick. Yordano's on my side. Okay. <laughs> For this illustration, <laughs> Yordano right now and I are, we're getting some training under the same guy right now. And, and he does some Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu, and he is a tough dude, isn't he? Like Jesus is a tough guy. And the other day we were training and Jesus, our trainer was like, Hey, why don't you guys spar each other? And I'm like, hey, Seuss, I want to learn martial arts. I don't want to die. <laughs> like, like, I don't, I'll respect my life, my man. And so, I don't know, maybe one day, okay. If I show up with a black eye, you know what happened, okay, in training. But if I'm in friendship, if I'm in relationship, and an opponent faces me, a challenge faces me, and I'm like, yo, you're Donald. <laughs> Kevin's younger than me. Would you just take care of this for me, brother? Okay, like, how many of you know if I'm in a relationship, I can lean on the relationship? I right, give it up for these guys. Okay, they're not going to face off today. Okay, but thank you. Like, y'all like, let's see that, Pastor. Like, move that stand away. Like, no. We forget, don't we? We are in relationship with God the Father. We're in relationship with the Holy Spirit. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And when I face a problem, and you will face problems you will face challenges in 2024. I have learned instead of just fronting off with my problem, I want to face my God. Father, how do you want to take care of this problem? What do you want to do with this issue? Is there anything you want to say about what I am facing? It's facing me, but I don't want to just face it. I want to face you. How do you want to tackle this thing? Because I can lean on a relationship. Guys, God has saved me out of so many problems. As I have aged in Jesus, I've learned more and more. I don't want to face my problem. I want to face my father. And I want to see how he wants to know that you're not facing any challenges alone. Last one, and we'll receive communion together and worship. You're not facing the future alone anymore. You're not facing the future. Everybody's always so concerned of the future. Right? Like we get so busy, don't we? What's coming? What's the future look like? I'm scared. I got problems now. Like God, it's easy to get lost in this wild whirlwind of life, but I'm never facing the future alone. But Ephesians chapter 1 says this It's in Christ that you, once you heard the truth and believed it, this message of your salvation, you found yourselves home free, signed, sealed, and delivered by the Holy Spirit. This down payment from God is the first installment on what's coming. A reminder that we'll get everything God has planned for us. A praising and glorious life. Now, I'm an 80s baby. And I don't know if they still do this or not anymore, but back in the day, if I was a little kid and I wanted a toy around Christmas time, sometimes my parents would do this. They had this thing called layaway. Anybody ever heard of layaway? Okay. And so, like, I want to get the toy. And so they're like, not right now, but maybe for Christmas. So we're going to put some money down, and we're going to take the toy off the shelf, and we're going to put it in layaway, and then we're going to come back for it. I love this. The Father downpaid the Holy Spirit for you. Jesus came. He lived. He died. He's resurrected. He makes a way for the Holy Spirit to come. He makes a way for God to have a relationship with you by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes. God gives us the Spirit as a down payment. I love this concept. God's like, I'm taking you off the shelf of life, and I'm putting you on layaway, and I'm coming back for you. One day, you are going to receive everything this salvation bought for. Everything. And in the time being, here's the down payment. The Holy Spirit. Guys, we take for granted the leading of the Holy Spirit. You used to have to go to a prophet in the Old Covenant to hear from God. Right? I had to go to a prophet. What is the word of the Lord for me? Not anymore. The Holy Spirit has come and he's talking. I used to have to go to a priest to get my sins forgiven and to enter God's presence for me. Let's not take God's presence for granted. When we worship and the presence of the Holy Spirit moves and we sense his presence, man, that's a beautiful thing. I used to not be able to do that. A priest could go into the Holy of Holies and experience God's presence, but not the average person, right? And so now the veil is torn. God ripped it in two. He made a way for a relationship. So I don't have to go to a priest anymore. I can begin to worship myself. And the Holy Spirit comes and He talks and I can just be with Him in a relationship and in His presence. And so all of a sudden now a way has been made, right? And God's like, this is the down payment. I'm giving you the Spirit as a down payment. I put your life on layaway, baby, and I'm coming back for it, and you're gonna get everything Jesus paid for. I'm not facing my future alone. My Father's taking care of my eternity. He's taking care of next year. He's taking care of next week. I don't know about you, but I want that to encourage you. The same Father that's gone eons and eternity for you is the same God that went next month. So pastor, that's awesome. What do I do? It starts with a simple reach of faith. Father, lead me. Father, guide me. Father, make yourself known to me through your spirit. I want to know you. I don't want to just face life alone. I need you. And when you invite him in, God will fill any space he's invited into. Can I challenge you? Is it the last couple times as a church? This is our last couple Sundays. Can I challenge you like never before? Invite God into the spaces that you've never let him in before. Bring him in. Let him be God. Let him do what he wants to do as we close this year and as we start another year and we get ready for all the good things he has. Let's invite him in. Amen. But well, we're going to receive community together. Once you've Gotten your element, go ahead and stand up in God's presence this morning. And we're gonna we're gonna receive communion together as a church. And then just have a, a moment to worship and just be with God. That's that's what I felt in my heart. It's like, man, as we start winding down this year, let's create some space to just be with God. Because some of you, you're rushing, 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 rushing. You just haven't had five minutes this week to just be with God and talk to him. So the Bible says on that night that he took the bread and he broke it. Right, and he's broken for our wholeness. And he's passing it out to his followers. And he's like, this represents my broken body, right? Literally broken for you. That I might be able to put you back together through the power of the Holy Spirit. That The Holy Spirit comes into my life. He finds me just the way I am. And he begins to build brick by brick, line by line, day by day, week by week. The Spirit of God is working on me. And he's building my life. And so with that heart in mind, let's receive the bread together. Then he said, he took the cup, and he said, this represents my blood now, the, the shed blood, the spilling of this blood on the cross as he was literally brutalized and whipped and then crucified and nailed. And he said, this is my blood, and it's a new covenant, right? Now the veil is torn. Now a way is made for the Holy Spirit to come. Now everything that God is so passionate about, a relationship with people, gets to happen. This is why we celebrate Christmas. This is, this is the miracle. It's like a way has been made now. For God to meet with me and for me to meet with God. This is the miracle of Christianity, isn't it? Like this is what keeps us from being just a ritualistic form. We have the Holy Spirit. Let me. You want to know what's different about this? I'll tell you, it's the Holy Spirit. It is this ability to have relationship with God that makes this thing incredible. And the more we lean into that, the better all of church gets because it's like, it's not about us. It's not about the plays. It's not about a show. It's about being with God. And as we lay things down and as we invite him into spaces and God begins to fill, we begin to get transformed by this relationship with Him. And we're like, yo, this is life. This is love. This is everything I couldn't even imagine. This is God. This is God's passion to be with us. And He sent His Son to pay that price, to open the door so you and I could be with him. With that heart in mind, let's drink the cup together. Lord, we love you. Thank you for Christmas. Thank you for making a way. Thank you for sending your spirit. And Father, in the next few minutes, we're going to just open up our hearts, invite you into spaces. We're going to lay down our worries and our anxieties. Lord, we're going to lean on your wisdom right now. We're going to lean on your strength right now. And Lord, for the next few minutes, we're just going to be with you. Amen. Thanks again for checking out our podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe. Share with a few friends. Thanks for helping us make Jesus famous right here in South Florida. Again, if you're in the Fort Lauderdale area, we'd love to see you sometime. Or as always, visit us online, City Lift dot church have an amazing night.